Hey, everybody. I'm going to ask you today on this show to open your mind a little bit. Uh, my, my guest here just reminded me to do exactly that. Uh, listen, if you're a contractor out there, um, you've ever been on top of a roof or you've ever had to buy a roof for your home or your business, there's only a few options that you might have heard of. Um, you get the traditional shingle roofs that are made of asphalt or perhaps metal roofs have become bigger nowadays. But today, I'm talking with Rick Delarosa, F-Wave, synthetic roofing, okay? Now, if you haven't heard of all the advantages, what this company and what these people are doing, stick around for this one. Open your mind to the possibilities of roofing of the future. How about that one right there, Rick? That's an introduction right there. That's a great introduction. I love it. All right, man. (laughs) I love it. I told you before we got started, I am so happy to have you here. Um, Ever since I started diving into some of the synthetics, um, with my original interview with Euroshield mm-hmm. and, uh, and Leslie over there, I wanted to know more about F-Wave. I saw you at an ABC event, yep. and uh, I just got to know, first, before we dive into F-Wave, people who don't know Rick, who is he, where you come from, what's your background in the industry, brother? Well, my background is pretty diversified. I actually started off in uh, as an engineer, uh, but uh, about 28 years ago, I stumbled into the roofing industry and I've been very blessed to go from uh, distribution to manufacturer's rep. I actually ran a large uh, roofing company that did new construction roofing for three years. Um, been in distribution a couple of times. Uh, prior to F-Wave, I was working for a retail roofer in the Tampa Bay area. Nice. And uh, so I have a perspective from all different angles in the roofing industry. And uh, that really allows me to share some insights with folks. So, I mean, I've got, you know, everybody always talks about how you fell into the roofing industry. What was it for you that they got you? Because I know you didn't graduate from somewhere. Where are you from originally? Tampa, Florida. So you're originally from Tampa. I grew yep. up in Brandon, okay? Yeah, okay. I, yeah. went to, I went to Armwood High School over Okay, there. all right. And uh, so Stephanie Brandon area. And I never thought when I, when I got out of Armwood, I was like, man, I'm going to be doing a, a podcast based around, you know, the trades and talking to, to roofing contractors and suppliers and stuff. How would you fall into it? It was crazy. Um, I was at a birthday party, and uh, one of my friends was there. He was a sales guy for Bradco Supply right. back in the day, and and he said, "Hey, you know, you ought to get into sales." And uh, Bradco's looking for a for an outside sales guy, and I had never really considered myself a salesperson. I'm more of an educator, uh, but that has uh, that kind of got me started in roofing, and nice. uh, and it's been great. And like you said, nobody went to college to be a roofer, and uh, you know, a lot of times when people are like. What do you do for a living? Roofing. And they're like, oh. <laughs> uh, it's funny because I, I started in my early 20s. I was, um, not early 20s, like mid-20s. I was selling timeshare okay. for Marriott. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like some roofers have that thought that I did when I would always tell people, like, what do you do for a living? They're like, uh, I sell timeshare. Right. They'd be like, oh, boy. And then since I feel like sometimes roofers feel that way. But at the same, now that I've gotten more involved with the industry, I see just one how technical the industry is becoming. Yes. Um, you go to these conferences like you and I do, and you see the tech that is driving into roofing right now. Um, you see the amount of scale that these roofers are going for. This ain't just mom and pop guys with a truck anymore, maybe like it was in the mid to, to late 90s. There are people building conglomerates out of this thing. Oh, yeah. And you know now with the big money has been invested into roofing, is coming into it. Ooh, it's a whole different ballgame, Rick. It is. It is. It's it's amazing how the 
industry has grown and and it's really there are roofer, roofers now that are nationwide um, so yep. they have a, 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 an enormous footprint um, which is good and you know as much as some people might look at roofers and go uh, you know roofers mm -hmm. you know when we have a, uh, a broken leg we don't go to a plumber right yep. people have a roofing situation they have a need they need a professional that can help them uh, get their problem solved and yeah. uh, roofing is a great industry and a lot of great people in it. There are a lot of good people in it. Um, unfortunately, it tends to be, I don't know, it seems like lately, you know, we both grew up in Florida. It seems to be demonized a lot lately by, by individuals and our legislatures. Um, and that's, that's unfortunate because, like you said, I think there's a lot more good than, I don't think, I know now, after being, you know, there's a lot more good than there is bad. The, the people out there genuinely want to do a good job for the person that they show up to their doorstep. I don't, I don't know anybody I've met in the industry that goes out there looking to screw people over. There's people who make mistakes, don't get me wrong. There are people yes. who've done bad things and tax evasion. We've seen it all. Mm -hmm. But the people I've met, they're looking to do the right thing by people, Rick. I mean, I don't know what your experience has been. Yeah, there's some bad apples, but I think mostly it's, it's good is what I see. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like the internet, right? There's a, a hundred million great things about the internet, but there's always a few people that use it for things that maybe aren't so good. But uh, in, in overall, I tell you, there's some great people in the industry, and I've been uh, very proud to be associated with it all these years. Now, how long have you been with F-Wave itself? F-Wave for 10 months. Okay, so you've got enough time under your belt now to where you've gotten some of these questions and stuff like that. So I'm going to... I'm going to drill you a little bit on a little bit of F-Way for people who don't know what it is. And that's where I want to start with you, man. I hear synthetic roofing. I hear F-Wave. What exactly does that mean? Because let me play devil's advocate Dumbo here and say rubber roofing is what we're looking at here. What is it? Shoot me straight right now, Rick. Okay. So it's not rubber roofing. Huh? Um, it is a thermoplastic. Um, and it's very similar to a TPO right. uh, on a flat roof. Uh, so thermoplastics in their in their original their pure stage they have a lot of flexibility and a lot of memory uh, and that's one of the keys to this product and the attributes that it has is that um, it's made with 100% pure thermoplastic properties this does not have any recycled materials going into it and I know that some people that are recycle minded may have an objection to that uh, I love recycling but I think that you have to consider what you want your product to perform uh, to make that determination. Mm -hmm. uh, in our case, we have a roofing product that stays very flexible. It has incredible memory. I'll uh, demonstrate that for you here in a little bit. I love it. Looking um, forward to it. But uh, that is the, the key to the F-Wave products, uh, thermoplastics. And if you, if you look at thermoplastics, because that's not a word that is very common to a homeowner, Tell right? But thermoplastics are all over our lives. We just don't realize it. Uh, nowadays, um, thermoplastics are uh, the bumpers on our cars are thermoplastic. Uh, water bottles are thermoplastic. Our garbage cans nowadays are thermoplastic. So they're all around us, and everything has moved in that direction because it's just proven to be a more sustainable and durable product. So let me ask a dumb question right here about that before I jump into the recycling side of things. Um, the thermal plastic side that you're asking, what is, does that just mean it's plastic that's heated up in order to become more pliable, flexible, durable? When I say thermal plastics, what do you mean by it? 
it is a product that is heated. It's, it's generated from uh, composites. Um, okay. I'm not the, the chemist, so I, I can't tell you a whole lot of information there. But it is a molded product, um, and it is you know molded together. See, it's very unique. That's what I like about y'all, though. You can't just go to the F-Wave facility and just go tour this thing. No, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of behind the scenes. About the, this is a really proprietary product that you have. Absolutely. Because there's, there is actually something special about it. Unlike we were talking off camera where I could go right now, I mean, I could go up to GAF and take a factory tour. Absolutely. Or CertainTeed offers factory tours left and right to contractors. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not trying to hide what's in their product. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a certain secrecy, a certain bravado, if you will, to these synthetic products that everyone's got a little bit of something different because you're not the only one on the market. There's some others that are out there. Yes. Um, But I really kind of like knowing that there is something a little bit different about these products than typically what's been on the market. Yes. That's very cool. This product was in development for 10 years, just to give you an idea. Okay. Uh, There's two plants in the world that make this product, uh, and we're the only one in the United States. Uh, they're made in Texas, Burleson, Texas. Okay. So one of the things you said a minute ago, I want to go ahead and address, though, with the audience, because I think it's worth saying. This idea of recycling shingle um, is a complete myth. The idea that your shingle, your asphalt shingle on top of your roof, if you feel better about it, is going to go to a recycling, and it's going to be recycled, the asphalt, and it's going to be put into roads, and whatever else you may have been told by originally your salesman 10 years ago, I think at this point it's pretty much been proven that's BS. It's going to a landfill. Um, And so if you want to talk about the recycling side of things, um, what I do like and what I think we're going to talk about here today is if I'm going to take a product and I'm going to put it on my roof and you're going to tell me hopefully that F-Wave is going to last a heck of a lot longer than what my typical asphalt shingle is, they both are – both of them we're not talking about recycled material here and also with the asphalt side it ain't going to be recycled ever again it's going to a landfill don't even if it says on that contractor's website that we recycle they may be trying to recycle it but roofing insights has done an amazing job of looking at this these products are not being recycled they're going to the same place that everything else is going and i think that the sooner homeowners understand that they may find value in a synthetic product that's going to last longer let's they got to remove that, in my opinion, out of their head. Whether we like it or not, technology is not at a point where these shingles on the asphalt side are being recycled and put back on top of roofs at this point. No, no. And that's one of the things about recycling that I have come to know is that typically things don't go through a recycling cycle and then get used for the same purpose they were used prior to the recycling Absolutely. cycle. So when things get recycled, they move into another category. Uh, you get thermoplastics, you might get water bottles, eventually hard plastic cups, because they start losing some of those characteristics in the recycling process, mm-hmm. uh, which, again, is one of the things I emphasize with F-Wave is being that it's made with pure thermoplastic, you have consistency in your, in your uh, materials when you're, when you're making the product. Uh, oh. So, and re- recycling, yeah, I, I mean, there is the the aspect of recycling that is going to require some human element, right? Hmm. To take some action, right? You have to take it to a facility where they might separate the metals from the asphalt and, you know, and then take it and grind it up and use it for roads or or some other application. Uh, So there's that human aspect, you know, but 
with, with our product, even though nothing recycled goes into the making of it, uh, it is fully recyclable at a number seven uh, recycling facility uh, at the end of its life. But like you said, having such a longer life, I mean, you're going to get probably two or three uh, of your typical <laughs> roof shingles uh, going into a, a landfill uh, versus, you know, one of ours. Well, I, I think the estimate at one time was 5% of our landfills right now are filled with shingle from rooftops. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of these sales reps out there are pitching that, hey, don't worry, when your shingle gets ripped off, we're going to recycle it. Look, it says it right here on our website. You might be saying that, but oftentimes, and I'm going to say 99.9% of the time, it's going to the same darn landfill that everything else is going to. And that's why I'm excited about the synthetics product is that a longer lasting roof, more durable, which you're going to show us here, yes. but then as well, able to be recycled at the end of its lifetime, whether it's for the same use or not, it is actually able to be used in that way. This is not a facade that a lot of this asphalt shingle has been painted as because the tech just isn't there to go in and recycle the stuff. And so that's what I want to talk to you about here. Before you jump in and show me how awesome this product is, which I know it's great, okay, and people, you're going you're gonna to love this thing, all right, but it's going to lead to a question that I have to ask first, which is, it seems as though the, the thermal plastics have been around a while, like you say, with trash cans and other things. Right. Why has it taken so long to get to the top of a roof to be able to use it there? I think that one of the reasons is that, you know, the environment of a roof is probably one of the more brutal environments that any product is going to uh, be subjected to, you yeah. know, uh, even vinyl sidings, you know, they're thermoplastics, uh, but they're not exposed to that, you know, that UV, that sun, uh, you know, the, the expansion and contraction, because, you know, here in Florida, you get a roof in the summertime, it's going to get up to 160 degrees. Then you get that afternoon rain, it goes down to 70. So, you know, it's constantly expanding and contracting. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very difficult climate. There, there's only one climate that's actually worse than that, and our product has been uh, uh, doing very well in that market, and that's Colorado. Okay. Uh, they got higher heat. They got hail. They got uh, snow, uh, more UV because of their altitude. Um, so, but, yeah, uh, you know, uh, well, a roof product really takes quite a bit of a beating. It does, and that's why I want to show the first test I want you to show our audience here. And this is specific to Florida, folks. Let me tell you what, it gets hot here. And one of the big things with asphalt shingles is over time, because of the, the expansion and, you know, coming back down, the heat, the cold, the nights, what happens to that shingle is that eventually it breaks apart. Right. Um, the brittle, you know, whatever you want to call it, it's going to lose its elasticity, if I can say that word always right. Perfect. Um, but with a product like yours, that process over and over and over again is not going to affect the durability, the strength, um, the ability for that product to protect the home. Correct. Um, now, for those of you who don't believe it, you got a little test for us here, don't you? I do. Show us how this works, man. Show us how this heat is going to uh, to work on the shingle. All right. So, what do we got here? So, this is. Can we move this? Can we move that mic? Just kind of grab it and move it over there to you. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So, right. talk to me. So, this is our. Uh, are the shingles are called Revia? Uh, F Wave is the name of the company. Yeah. Uh, this is the Estate Series. And this one here is the Hampton Estate, which is a, a charcoal roof. 
amazingly enough, a lot of people that have barrel tile roofs have been going uh, with this product because when you put it on the roof, it does give you that pattern uh, like a tile roof would give you. Uh, but one of the things that I'm is... Actually, I'm actually going to take this right here. Hey, can, excuse me, can we go to this camera here? Kind of show this right here, man. That's all right. What do you think? What do you yeah. got? Show me. Yeah. Uh, so one of the performance characteristics of this product is that it, uh, it passes both impact tests. Maybe the only product that does, it passes the two-inch steel ball and the two-inch ice ball test. Yep. Uh, but it also has incredible memory because it's got the virgin thermoplastic in it. So if you have a house, you're on a golf course, you have trees, or during our afternoon thunderstorms here in Florida, you know, your neighbor's trees are blowing debris under your roof. Yep. So you could get a scratch on this product, and I'll put a pretty good scratch on it. You can so uh, we zoom that one in there. And, okay, and I need to get my heat gun. Love it, man. Can we get that one up there? All right, you'll you be able to reach. So tell me, okay, before we start the heat gun, let me, yes. get my, let me get my mic here. Before we start the heat gun, basically what this is, is you're going to heat this thing up like a Florida sun would in the middle of the summer. Absolutely. Um, so this could be a scratch. I, I love the golf ball example. Yes. Okay. A lot of golf courses here in Florida, Arizona, Colorado, all these places. Um, now you've got that dent, you've got that scratch, you've got, you've got that mark on your roof. Now that Florida sun's going to come in there on your normal asphalt it could deteriorate that mark further. In other words, that could become an even weaker portion of the roof itself. It will. It will. Yeah. Um, now what's going to happen? Can you show me an example of how this works as that heat kind of hits what an F-wave does? And you're, you're spot on. This is going to be, the sun is going to do this. The sun has an amazing way of restoring thermoplastics because being that they're molded, they always want to go back to where they were formed. Uh, it's kind of amazing. There was a... a posting on Facebook not too long ago that a lot of people have told me they saw where a guy's going around in a stadium with a torch and he's heating up the plastic seats. I Did saw you this. See that? Yeah, and it made the seats <laughs> look made, brand right, new. Right, right. It kind of restores them. So that's just to give you an idea. Um, uh, I hope we can find this, CJ, <laughs> that, that video. We can maybe put it on here. But if you have it, folks, go look it up. Like the guy who's walking around because yeah. the seats look old and worn right. out on those the flip-down plastic seats in the stadium. Right. I right. know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So here the sun is going to just constantly, you know, uh, keep this to the point where it wants to go back to where it's molded. And just for the sake of time, we're going to put a little heat on it from a heat gun. And you'll be able to see how this right away starts oh, wow. going back to where it was. That's crazy. Uh, it's insane. I've uh, been in the industry, like I said, for probably 28 years or so. And uh, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, I've never seen anything like that either. <laughs> That's just like literally 10 seconds. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, like I said, golf balls. I, I've actually dropped a five-pound uh, uh, dumbbell on it, and it deflected it a little bit. And sure. then with the heat, it just goes back to where it was. So interesting because I've seen uh, Matthew Moholland, a uh, friend of mine, mm -hmm. uh, do the uh, hail test right. on this. And it definitely, there, you couldn't even dent it with the hail. No. Um, no. That was one of the interesting things I found is that you couldn't even dent it with the hail itself. Would you, I, I, was, I actually, as I put this down, I'm like looking for where the scratch is and I can't yeah. see it. Yeah. We're going to be right back to that episode, but contractors, you've heard me talk about this product many times on the show. The product is, or the service, is Equipter. Um, this is something that's absolutely incredible. 
Um, I have been on a number of job sites where the equipter is being used, and it's fantastic. It's fantastic for a number of reasons. Number one, don't you just want the most efficient job that you can possibly have? Equipter is gonna give you that. It means that you can transport that debris off of a site in the quickest way possible. It means that your guys are not having to transport everything over to a dumpster that's sitting there in front of a house or a business. You can just become so much more efficient. But one side of the equipter that's often not talked about is the marketing opportunities. Um, the equipter can be customized to your company. So think about that. When you're out in front of a home and you've got that equipter and it's wrapped with your brand, it shows that you are a professional contractor that are do work in the best way possible for your client. You're actually worried about protecting their home, protecting their business from debris. And there's nothing that says that more than the equipter wrapped in your brand. So listen, head on over to equipter.com. Get started with them. If you've got one equipter, you know it's time to get the second and the third. You never stop with just one. We've worked with a number of companies that have over 20 equipters and there is a reason for it. Once you see how efficient you can be on the job site, you never go back. But don't forget, it can also make you look and feel like the professional contractor that you are. Equipter.com. Visit them over there today. Get started with Equipter. And like I say, you will never be disappointed with what you receive from this company. And now, back to that podcast. Um, it's quite amazing. It's funny. It, on uh, YouTube, there's a lot of contractors around the country that have uh, tried to do crazy things. One guy takes it out to a uh, gun range and, and shoots it with, <laughs> with his shotgun. And he puts a slug in his shotgun and shoots it, and the slug bounces back. Um, so that's one of the profiles we have. Yeah, show well, me some more. Uh, this I'll is hold one them up. of the. Here you go. I'll hold them up for. I'll hold them up for our audience right here. Yeah. So that is our hand split shake. Uh, very popular. Oh yeah. Uh, one of the best sellers. Again, you get all the the, the thickness, the durability, the duration, uh, and the strength uh, that yeah. you wouldn't get out of a wood shake. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I love because that's what it's mimicking right here is what yes. it's mimicking there. Yes. Great. And then this one is the American blends. And you can see it looks like it has granules on it, but there is no asphalt and no granules on this product. And something as maybe simple as that phrase is, but you're not going to have granules coming down your downspout. Um, you know, you're not going to have all those uh, Whoa. pesky things that that happen <laughs> that is okay that is really i want to leave those there because okay. that is a really interesting thing to think about um i know we're fixing the cameras back right here so i want to ask this question because i didn't even think about that till you just said it that there are no granulation on here because no. there's no granules now i know that might sound like a dumb thing well of course there isn't patrick but when you look at this stuff it looks like it has that same texture to it right and someone out there might think, well, maybe they've just added the granules into the plastic, but that's not, it's just the no. look that you've given to this. Right. Um, so you're not going to have that granulation that comes off of this. I really, I, yeah. I, did, I feel like an idiot for not even thinking about that before, brother. Yeah. Very walkable. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's, again, it's quite, quite incredible. Uh, I remember when uh, going in to do an in-home sales and I opened up my sample uh, shingle sample board to show a customer and granules went all over their table. I'd, yes. I'd kind of like hit the panic button. Uh, so again, very, very clean, very user-friendly. We, I actually had a company that I was a part of, didn't work out, wonderful individual. Um, and she was doing roof in a bag 
And um, she would basically take these, basically build an entire roof in a back. Like she had mm-hmm. come in her back, and she could build the roof at the dining room table for the homeowner. So you'd have various shingles that would be in there. And one of the challenges she had in the beginning was um, the granulation of the shingle. So when you take it out, it would get granules all over the, right. the dining room table. So she ended up having to put it inside of plastic. Um, right. There you go. Yeah. To make yeah. sure that it didn't granulize all over the table for somebody. But I, I feel like an idiot for not even thinking about that. But, yeah, no granules here. So you can't have that granulation loss because they're not there to begin with. Exactly. I feel like on the retail side, it was uh, always amazing because sometimes after we put a brand new roof on, maybe two or three months later, the homeowner would call and say that, you know, there's something wrong with their shingles that, you know, we needed to come out and, and look at it because there was just a massive amount of granules uh, in their downspout. Yeah. Now, in defense of the asphalt shingles, you know, that's just the way it is. You know, when you open up that package, there's a lot of loose granules, take some rain for those granules to wash out, but still, you know, it's you don't have to worry about any of those little things with this product. That's so cool. Now, I mean, of course, everyone would think, well, if it's, excuse me, if it's that great, everybody should have it. Um, I've got to imagine there's some advantages, there's some disadvantages to this product, and I'm hoping that we can be real with one another, Rick, because I want to talk about first, what would be, we talked about some of the advantages. Are there any quote-unquote disadvantages to an F-Wave style synthetic product? Well, really, uh, when I look across the roofing product spectrum, Mm -hmm. this has very, very minimal disadvantages. Uh, One of them is that, you know, the price point may not be suitable for every homeowner. Uh, Got it. And and that's just a reality. You know, not everybody has a metal roof. There's probably a lot of people that would love to have a metal roof, but, um, you know, they don't have the resources or don't choose to uh, put their money into that kind of a product. Um, So... Um, that that may be considered a disadvantage. Uh, some people have asked if we have green shingles. Mm-hmm. We don't have green. Our, our color offering covers a broad spectrum, but it's um, not like some of the companies that have you know 50 million uh, different colors to choose from. Some people may think that's a disadvantage. I think it's an advantage, both from a consumer and uh, a contractor standpoint, because sometimes getting a homeowner to make a color selection was kind of brutal. So, Too many options to make a tyrant right. out of all of us. Yeah. So those are just a couple of things. But on the performance side, really, it it, it performs and has characteristics that uh, exceed many other products. Because, again, you're not going to get a dent from, uh, you know, a golf ball. Uh, if debris hits it, it's not going to scratch it. Some of the products that people have on their roofs, they get scratched. Sure. And then that scratch becomes a rust factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have just a lot of different categories. It is Class A fire rated, uh, passes both of the impact tests. So nowadays we're, you know, we talked about a little earlier about the hail that we're getting in Florida. Yeah. I mean, I'm a yep. homeboy. I've never seen inch and a half hail in Florida, but we're getting hammered all throughout the state. I, I just saw a report from Miami. Uh, so if you have a product like this, you're, you're going to be uh, in much better shape and you won't have to go through all the uh, insurance hoops uh, yeah. to get your roof fixed. Well, I think that uh, we've definitely seen it here in Florida, and this show has reported on it, that the uh, insurance companies are, are looking more heavily at your post-hailstorm loss. They're not saying, hey, listen, we're going to go ahead and just replace your whole roof after a hailstorm. Um, 
You know, they're looking at doing repairs. Um, they got rid of the 25% rule here. Right. You know, these are little things that as a homeowner, you need to consider when you're putting on your next roof. Absolutely. Um, that is this going to be something that I need to replace in 10 years? And what is that environment going to look like in 10 years? Is it going to be my insurance that covers it? Um, storms are not getting any weaker right now, whether, you know, I'm not going to climate change right now. But what, what about the actual storm rating, wind rating on these things? Um, as compared to your typical shingle or asphalt shingle? Well, I can tell you that these uh, shingles, uh, on the bottom of the shingles here, they have a very aggressive glue. This is a glue-down system. There is no roof cement or any asphalt products on this installation Ooh. because we know that asphalt is, is a declining, decaying product, right? Yes. This has a very aggressive glue here. Uh, all the shingles in the rakes and in the valleys, uh, they're all interglued. So it's not just like one band of glue. They're, all the shingles are all glued together. It, it's really built like a fort. Uh, we have a home actually installed in uh, Port Charlotte that got hit by Ian. And uh, the pictures of that neighborhood, I've been in that neighborhood several times, was, was pretty devastated. Uh, our roof did not lose one shingle. Hmm. Uh, so that is uh, just a testament to how this product performs in that wind condition. It, it passes the 150 mile an hour, uh, and we've actually cranked it up higher uh, than that, and, and it performs very well. Oh, man. Hey, CJ, can you run over the, you got your computer plugged in right now? Yeah. Can you do me a favor? Take, take a look at a Google search. How long does the average asphalt shingle last, brother? Tell me that answer in a minute if you can. I just want to know. I'm interested. Average asphalt shingle, we'll keep it going. Um, so, you know, I think you're right. The price point, okay. But that price point, in my opinion, is going to come down over the next 10 years. It's impossible that it doesn't. The technology will be better. Right. It's going to become more readily available. If What about, what about like, uh, install on this one? Because you mentioned, you know, the asphalt not being there. Uh, do, do roofers sign up for F-Wave? Like, I got a lot of contractors who watch this show, Rick. So they might be like, hey, I should start offering this product. How do they begin offering the product? Well, first of all, they should start offering the product. How do they do it? And, and they need to reach out to me. Okay. So, because I, I train all the, uh, the, the salespeople uh, on the product. I train all the crews on how to install it. One of the beautiful things about this install. Oh, no. so, what? Uh, it says 15 to 20. 15 to 20 yeah. years. That's yeah. it. I always say so, 18. Yeah. 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 And how long, how long are you guys warranting this thing for? This has a 50-year material warranty, and okay. it's material and replacement labor. We're going to talk about that in a second. I don't okay. want to hear the story, okay? Right. But 50 years, 15 years, folks. Yeah. A real 50. Okay, I'm gonna, so we'll talk about that in a second. But go back to what you're saying about how these contractors get involved. Well, again, they just need to reach out to me. I represent uh, F-Way for the whole state of Florida. Um, I love getting the product in front of people. I'm more excited about it today than I was when I first started. Uh, I've learned a lot of wonderful things about this product and how it performs. And not only that, but when I train the crews and I'm there at the job site while they're installing it, and I just see their faces and I get the feedback from them, it's amazing. Um, yeah. Last two installs in the Tampa Bay area, the homeowner came out. I always talk to the homeowners there. And they were giving me some testimonies that I wish I had a, a camera to record them. Uh, but they were older folks. And, you know, a lot of times in the industry people go, well, you know, you know I'm 70 years old. I don't need to worry about a roof that's gonna last me 50 years. Uh, but both of the last two installs, the homeowners came out and were sharing with me that they were gonna uh, pass this house on to their kids. 
And one of them said, you know, I probably have 10 or 15 years left, but I don't want to pass the house on to my child in a state of disrepair wow. with a roof that's going to cost them, you know, a lot of money. So I'm willing to invest more money now and give them something that's going to last and turn this house over to them in a, in a great condition. And that's amazing. That is incredible. Yeah. I need some family like that in my life, I'll tell you, right? <laughs> Shoot, man. Uh, everyone in my life is like, hey, give it to him in the worst condition you can and let him deal with it. Um, uh, you know, I've always, uh, you know, even on the retail side, some people would say, oh, you know, I just need the cheapest roof. I'm going to sell it. I'm like, well, if you're going to sell it, you're going to buy one. I hope that the guy you're buying from didn't have the same mentality as you because you're going to buy a terrible roof. Darn right you are. So, again, goes back to my, you know, I like to make people think. Uh, uh, Open your mind. I, open love how your you, mind. I love how we started this thing out. Yep. Um, if I do open my mind, though, I've got to think that if this product is, and I've, I've seen your product demonstrate, like I say, Matthew Mohan um, has done the hail test, and I've been there with the right. gun and watched him do it. It's, a, it's an incredible product. You already showed us the heat test right there. Um, you've got some of these big asphalt guys that are sitting out there, um, and when you go to these trade shows, they got big old booths with a lot of money behind them. They do. And, uh, you know, I don't think they like – I don't know. They don't think they like losing an inch of what's out there in the market. Um, and I see the synthetics market taking a little bit of a chip, a little bit more. You got more players now getting involved in the market. How do you foresee or what are you seeing from some of the big manufacturers out there as you start to take a little bit away from their, uh, from their monopoly they've had for so many years? I mean, I, I haven't seen any ugliness in that. Um, I don't think that, I mean, they obviously have to recognize that synthetics is becoming a more popular segment of the roofing market, yep. but I don't know that they're in a panic mode. You know, they still control a, a very large share of the market, and, um, and it is a, a more uh, affordable uh, roofing solution for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I think that the synthetic market is going to continue to grow. Uh, we see it every day. We, you know, we're consumers. Nowadays, we get all the news when a hurricane comes through and we see the homeowners. You know, I say we because I'm a consumer myself, but we see these, uh, these news clippings, right? And we see the products that fail and the products that don't fail. And I think it's making people aware that, you know, they really need something that's going to be more durable uh, mm -hmm. and have a better performance than maybe the product that they have on their roof at this time. <coughs> Yeah, I would caution these big boys to not be like a – don't be like Mears and don't be like Marriott. And what I mean by that is, you know, when Uber came around 10 years ago, let's just say, Mears Taxis probably looked at it and went, small portion. Okay, yeah. no one's going to get into a car with a stranger and, and ride somewhere. That's just not going to happen. We're not threatened by it. Right. Airbnb came around and Marriott probably said, come on, no one's going to stay at a stranger's house um, or at their stranger's apartment or their condo. Uh, we don't have to worry about this. And then it chipped away until it became too late for them to make a change after the market had already been saturated by people that were doing it right from the beginning. Correct. So I'm not sticking up for the big guys here, but I'm more giving them a warning that products like F-Wave are here to stay. Yes. Um, and you've got three pallets here in front of us. You, you know, you've got a fourth product yes. coming out very, very soon. Yes. And the further these big boys just kind of sit on their laurels and go, you know what, there's always going to be a market because new homes that are being built, they're asphalt. And, okay, cool, you're right. But the upgrades that need to be done, and people in Florida especially paying more attention to what's going to last, you better get with the program 
because companies like yours are going to keep on having a cheaper product. And you, with your enthusiasm, man, you'll have every roof with an F-Wave on it in no time. I'd love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I mentioned it just right there. Um, The options that are available. You've got three right here. You're working on a fourth color, I believe, right now. Fourth kind of. We have a fourth profile that's already passed all the testing. Great. Uh, We're just waiting. It's actually shipping to other areas of the country already. Okay. Uh, In Florida, we're waiting for the paperwork for the Florida product approval. Because these three already have Florida product approval. They pass uh, all the wind zones, all the HVACs, so you can apply this anywhere in the state of Florida. You know, a couple of other things in the performance area that I uh, hadn't mentioned to you, but these are, uh, you can put this on a home that's right on the salt water. Uh, Some products like metals, you know, you have concerns with the salt water and how the product responds to it. You can install any of these products right on a salt water body with no limitations in the warranty. Uh, also, you can, I, I'll say reasonably, you can pressure wash these, uh, unlike many other products that you cannot pressure wash. Um, cool. They're extremely algae resistant, and I'll say a little bit more of that when we uh, touch on the warranties. I, I like it. We'll get to the warranties in a second, but I, I, wanted, I don't want to forget this because we've talked about Florida here. You're talking about all the things you can do to these products that n- normally would make an insurance policy null and void in Florida. I mean, you get a, go up there and pressure wash some sh- some asphalt shingle, and you can forget your insurance policy. Insurance companies have got to be loving what you're doing right now, and if they haven't, they haven't caught up with the times. You, what are you seeing from the from the insurance menu, or the insurance companies out there? So the insurance companies outside of Florida have a much higher recognition uh, for this product because, again, it's our our factories in Texas, so that's where where everything grew and from Texas. So a lot of those uh, big insurance companies out there. Uh, some of them, I believe, even give additional discounts. I bet they do. Um, I have talked to several insurance companies here, and they all recognize that this is a liability reducer. Yes. Right? They're, they're not going to be dealing with, with uh, you know, uh, hail claims, uh, at least for Florida-sized hail. Um, and uh, it's just a much more durable product, and they know it. Uh, so uh, I think the, the recognition that the insurance companies are going to give it is going to grow, and... I have some that are telling me that uh, they want to get to the point where they can offer some discounts for people that have an F-Wave roof. Uh, So I'm still working on those channels. I bet you are. And I think that's going to be a really special time. And I don't understand as I'm sitting here thinking, you know, if I was a contractor here in Florida and I've got my competition out there, many of which are not offering a synthetic product because they may think it's financially out of I don't know, let's say it's out of reach for some of their homeowners. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why on an insurance claim you wouldn't be pitching this as an option as an upgrade, just like you would a metal roof. You know, if I've got if I've got the opportunity to get my shingle paid for on the asphalt because I've got damage to my roof, it is the perfect time to simply do the upgrade at that time over to a synthetic product. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is that would be my pitch. If you're not offering it, it's kind of like I, one of our sponsors of the show, an amazing sponsor, and I'll, I'll give them a plug right now, is Ugly Roof. They do roof rejuvenation for shingle roofs. Mm-hmm. John and Ty and that crew do an amazing job. Um, Ugly Roof literally breathes life back into these asphalt shingles and makes them pliable again so that these homeowners have another option instead of just a replacement or a, uh, or a repair. Okay, And I tell contractors, I'm like, why are you not offering it? You know, it's, it's, a, it's out there. It's available. You need to be somebody who's offering something your competition is not. And the more options that you have as a contractor, the more I trust you as a homeowner. Right. 
We're going to be right back to that podcast. But first, I've got a question for all my small business owners out there. When's the last time you took a look at your website? Uh, So many of us get caught up in the day-to-day that we forget to look at that thing that is really the front door to our business. Uh, For many of us, it's the the front. It's that brick and mortar uh, that, uh, that shows people what we're all about. And if you haven't looked at your website, then I suggest you get with my friends over at Scorpion. Uh, to make sure that your site is the most functional that can possibly be. And I use that word intently, functional, because it's got to be something that not only is aesthetically pleasing, but is allowing you to take in leads. It's allowing you to make the most of the potential customers that are coming there. You want to capture the most business you possibly can with your website, and Scorpion will allow you to do that. They have built thousands upon thousands of websites, which means they have the experience you need to make sure that your small business has the website that you deserve. Do not lose out on potential customers because your website is not capturing them, because you're losing them out there, or you just don't know. Um, They've got the tech that's going to be able to put you in the know and so that you've got the best possible website to represent you, your company, and your service. If you're a professional, make sure that your website shows that you are. Visit Scorpion. I've got the website directly across the bottom of the screen right here. Let them know that Patrick sent you. And now, back to that podcast. Because when you step in front of me and you say, listen, I do one kind of asphalt shingle and I only do replacements. Okay, how can I trust that you're giving me the best options that are available to me based on what my needs are of my home? Right. But if you tell me, hey, listen, I've got synthetic products for you, metal, shingle, I can do repairs, and I can do rejuvenation. I'm going to find the perfect product for you as a homeowner. All of a sudden, I got a little trust in this guy. He's not trying to push a product onto me. He's finding the best product there is. Why are you not offering synthetics if you're a contractor you're shooting yourself in the foot you're hired (laughs) you're absolutely right you're absolutely right and i tell that when i when i train the contractor i train the salespeople. i tell them you know if you go in there with with one bullet in your gun then you're going to be compared to all the other guys that have one bullet and typically you're going to get into a situation where where it's price driven so when you go in with other products and again obviously i'm pro uh you know, F wave. Yeah, a little biased. If you go a little biased, uh, but if you go in with a premium product, you know, and show the customer some options, I think it gives your your company uh, credibility, right? And yeah. uh, and it's going to give that. Again, we talked earlier about expanding somebody's thinking. I I, I love the word why, mm-hmm. because I say that many people don't know why they want what they say they want, mm. right? So yeah. somebody says, you know, I got a tile roof. I, I need a tile roof replacement. Ask them why. And then ask them if they understand the product and the, the, the pros and the cons uh, and give them a little education because, you know, we do that all the time. I mean, I think it's a fact that uh, most people actually end up buying something a little bigger and a little better than what they set out to buy. Yeah. And then the reason is that during that process, they gained some education and that education led them to something better than maybe what they were originally setting out to do. So this is a great product to, to again, educate the, the, the end user. Um, you know, it's very user friendly. Uh, one of the mistakes that I made when I started representing this product was that I profiled it. Well. So I, in my mind, I thought, you know, yeah, this would look good in, you know, this subdivision, that subdivision. But as sales started to grow and I looked at all the different sales that we have, I mean, 80% of them are replacing shingles, and they're just standard homes. I mean, they're not mansions. They're just, uh, you know, people that have done some research. They've gone online. They're looking for something better. 
uh, they saw this, they loved it, and chose to go with F-Wave. Yeah, because in my mind, I've got to think, I've been th sitting here thinking as you tell me about these upgrades, that if I'm a contractor, and a lot of times what they're doing is they're upgrading these individuals to metal. Mm -hmm. But if there's a better option out there, in my opinion, than what the metal is with the same durability, right. then that option should be available to the homeowner. And imagine if you've got three companies that are offering you all metal, and then you got another company who steps in and says, hey, but, you know, I can do that for you, but have you considered this option? And then you, oh, shoot, I never even considered that that option was available to me. Right. It's like you go to four different car dealerships and everyone shows you an SUV, and all of a sudden someone says, you seen this minivan over here? It might actually work for your family a little better. And you go, oh, shoot. You know what? Maybe a minivan is the better option. Absolutely. I'm a big minivan fan. All right. I don't care what anyone says. You can get in and out of those things pretty easy. I think the minivans have gotten a bad name. Um, we mentioned earlier warranties. Okay. Yes. I know you want to touch on this here, and then we'll go into the future of uh, what this market even looks like. But 50-year um, warranty, I've talked about on this show for their typical asphalt shingle. Mm -hmm. These warranties that they're throwing out there now, they might as well just say infinity and beyond because they just mean nothing anymore. Um, there is no asphalt shingle in Florida that is going to last beyond 20 years, and everybody knows it. Um, but yet these 50-year, 40-year warranties, for homeowners, I want to warn you right now, what happens in these cases is let's just say you are within warranty, you're going to see the finger-pointing game. And you've worked in this industry long enough. The manufacturer is going to point their finger at the installer, and the installer is going to point their finger at the manufacturer, leaving the homeowner, you, somewhere in the middle. Um, and I just warn people of that because it sounds good and it may give you peace of mind at the beginning of the process, but you need to be warned that these warranties are oftentimes a facade. You know, everybody has to be very discerning in mm -hmm. their decisions, right? They need to do the research. If they yep. do a little bit of research, they're going to see that the synthetics are a more durable, stronger, longer lasting product. Uh, you know, the data just is going to speak for themselves. So yep. uh, I always encourage everybody, do the research. You know, when you spend uh, big money, because replacing a roof nowadays, I don't care what product it is, it's big money. It's not like a pair of pants that you buy at Walmart. You know, you just can't go and exchange it. So if you are in that hurry and you don't take time to study the product, look at the research, make a good decision, you may be stuck with a bad roof for another 15 years, and that's never pleasant. No, and, but this 50-year warranty that y'all are offering, this is actually a real thing. Like, I yeah. mean, you're saying, hey, this thing's going to last for 50 years. This product is going to last for 50 years. Yeah. That's incredible. And that, that warranty is uh, a material and labor replacement warranty. There you go, folks, yeah. right there. I mean, that, in my opinion, is standing behind your product. Yeah. Um, and in an industry where many are standing less and less behind their product, mm -hmm. um, there's a particular manufacturer, and I have to always be careful on these shows because I don't want to ever name the name, <laughs> that doesn't take the criticism very well, okay? Rick, and I'll tell you about them off air and say the name, but they've been, they've been trying to quiet contractors and people who talk about their product. And I think to myself, I'm like, you know, instead of doing that, why don't you change? Why don't you improve and get better? Um, why don't you say, hey, you know what? Maybe they've got a point. We need to get better. We need to get back to where we were rather than, sh you know, let's, let's quiet these people down. Let's send a, a letter to them and saying you can't talk about our product that way. That's why I like what F-Wave has here, and we talked offline, because you are, you're putting your money behind your product. You're saying this is going to be something that we warranty because we believe in what we're doing. Absolutely. That's powerful, man. 
and there's other warranties that come with this because aside from the material warranty that you get for 50 years, uh, you have a lot of warranties to the like that many products don't have. So you have a wind warranty. Love it. You have an algae warranty and you have an impact warranty. Um, so it, uh, it's not just the material. Uh, also, one thing that's always concerning to some people when they talk synthetics, which we address because we put uh, UV content in this product. Yep. Uh, so it's extremely resistant to UV. Uh, most roofing products get age tested. You know, they have an accelerated aging test. They mm -hmm. test them for 20 years. We pass a 30 year accelerated aging test and we give a 15 year non-color fade warranty. Um, that is, uh, don't know of too many people that have that. I don't know of any. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, that is really, that's impressive. And as much as this market has come a long ways, um, really, I think it's hit a, a big headwind in the past five years. Um, I'm seeing more of it. You know, it shows. You know, you go to the IREs and you go to the roofing process conferences, and I see products like yours. I see F Wave there. You're out there and you're with roofers and you're showing it to them. They're catching on. Yes. What do you think the future holds, though, um, in this industry? Is it going to be cheaper? Is it going to be more products available, more companies? Where do you see right now? You're on the ground. I think that uh, this is definitely a growing market segment. I think it's just going to continue to grow more and more. Um, you know, I, I chuckle at some of the things, right? Because who uses uh, 15 or 30 pound felt anymore, huh. right? Yep. You used to go to the Florida roofing shows and you'd have, you know, 10 or 15 felt manufacturers. Now you'd be hard pressed to find one. Why? Because uh, plastics, right? Synthetics yeah. have surpassed some water shield, yeah. right? Uh, have have surpassed those products. So, uh, again, I think it's a it's a growing sector. I wouldn't doubt that more more companies get into this uh, uh, sector because it is growing, um, and, and I think it's gonna it's gonna uh, grow a considerable market share. Yeah, especially I, in in climates like Florida, right? Because we have all the uh, a lot of the extremes. Uh, yeah. So you need a product that that really covers you in, in, a, in a wide man magnitude. All right, so my last question for you, that Rick, is this. How does someone get in touch with you? We're going to put your information across the bottom. Matt will put it in the comments, but how do they get the process? I'm talking to contractors and homeowners on each. Mm -hmm. What is the process to get involved with F-Wave? Uh, you can go to our website. Okay. Uh, it's www.fwaveroofing.com. Uh, it's a great website, one of the best websites I've seen in all my years. Um, it actually has uh, videos of a lot of the tests that we perform on the product. So uh, very, very user-friendly, a lot of galleries and what have you. But in there, you can request samples, you can request find a contractor. All those, uh, anytime somebody sends in uh, for samples or find a contractor, that'll come to me. I can reach out to them. Uh, get them some samples, meet up with them. Again, if it's a contractor, uh, just explain the, the simplicity. Uh, because this is a product that, unlike a lot of the other premiums, right? A lot of those other premiums, your, your labor is a lot more uh, complex, mm -hmm. right? And with complexity comes risk. So this is a product that really installs very much like, a, like an asphalt shingle. So you have, you know, quick turnaround, uh, yeah, looks like uh, low risk. Um, it's just, uh, you know, for a contractor and the homeowner, really, it's, a, it's an incredible product. 
It does. It looks like exactly like a like a bundle of shingles. Yeah. Like that's what it's going to install. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's some slight differences. Don't get me wrong. And you've got to teach that. And it's and they're real differences, and they make and they they make an impact. Um, but I could see the learning curve on this being very 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 short. Very short. Very um, short. You get out there, you teach them. The crew understands, and boom, now we're off to the races and we're running. Yeah. Um, do you work with their sales reps as well? Yes. I think that's important too. I like that F-Wave is doing that because you've got to teach how to sell the product and the advantages of it to somebody who doesn't quite understand. Absolutely. That's great, Absolutely. Uh, I've been training salespeople for uh, a large part of my career, uh, and I love that aspect too because, you know, I mean, this is an incredible product, right? Yeah. But knowing how to present it, you know, is key. Yeah. Again, and I, I believe that when you're going in and you're talking to a homeowner, uh, why is a big question, right? Sure it is. Uh, because that's how we gain knowledge. And you need to ask the customer what they're looking for, why they're looking for it, and, and that'll give you opportunities to introduce some, some nice products that they might uh, be interested in, in protecting their home with. Man. His name is Rick Delarosa, everybody. The company F-Wave. I mean, this product is incredible. I started off not knowing. We, we, it's funny, folks. If you don't understand, like, well, before we start this stuff, we always want to talk to one another and tell each other about everything we're going to. But we always try to hold back because I want to hear it for the first time when I'm hearing it in front of a camera because that's the true reaction. Right. And I am more impressed with this than I was even when we began an hour ago. Um, you have something here that's really cool. And frankly, Rick, I just like you, man, your oh, energy. Thanks. I can see why people, they catch on to it, man. Cause you seem passionate about it. And you mentioned being more passionate about it than you were 10 months ago when you started with F wave and it comes through, man. I think yeah. you genuinely, you believe in this. See, I do. I do. And see that that's something that you need, you know, when, when you're bringing a market to, or product to market. Yeah. When this company approached me and they sent me samples and I did the research I just, uh, I had to be a part of it uh, because like I said, in, in all my years in roofing, I've never seen anything quite like this and uh, it's just fun. Every time I show it, I mean, I tell people, uh, get ready because I'm going to blow your mind and they're like, yeah, yeah, sure you are, you know, and then I start talking about the product, I show them the healing, how easy it is to cut and handle and install and at the end they're like, wow. That's it. <laughs> I told you. Well, I'm telling you, you've got me going like that. I've, I'm sitting here going, I have no idea why contractors all over the state are not offering F-Wave. Luckily, if you're watching this, you're going to get the opportunity. Get a hold. Rick Delarosa, F-Wave. We're going to put all of his information inside of the comments section. You've seen it across some of the bottom of the screen. Rick, thank you for stopping by the studio and, and, and doing all this for us, man. Thanks I appreciate for the it. opportunity. Man, it's great it's stuff. Great. Until next time, everybody, get in touch with Rick. Get yourself some F-Wave on top of your house or get yourself being a contractor to offer this thing. Yep. Have a great rest of the day, everyone.